you are listening to Confession of an Esthetician, and my name is Kadeen Vedette Barricat. I am the owner of Vedette Beauty and Skincare, located in Brooklyn, New York. I am so excited to have you here with me. This podcast is all about entrepreneurship, the good, the bad, and the ugly, my life being an esthetician, a wife, mother of two, God being my CEO, and of course, everything skin. So thank you for joining me today. Hey, 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 welcome back. I'm your host, Kadeem Barakat. And today we are going to be talking about the craziest things clients did part two. If you haven't listened to part one, I suggest you go listen to it. It's actually hilarious. I usually don't listen to any of my episodes because I have like this weird thing where I don't like to listen to myself. I don't know. It's weird. But um, I listened to it and I was like, those are some really hilarious stories. I cannot believe that I even experienced those things. But we were gonna get we're gonna get right into it, okay? Um, I have three stories that I am going to share with you guys, and one that and FYI, these stories that I share is not things that I experienced recently. These are things that I experienced years ago, early on in my business. So just FYI, because I don't want people to think like, oh, if I come to Videsh, she's going to go and, and talk about it on her podcast. And honestly, I created this podcast so that I can be transparent. You know, I try to keep the two separate. My social media, just my social media, my I'm sorry, my business social media, just all business. But I needed an outlet because... I've been doing this for so long and I experienced so many things and I just want to talk about it and I have the right to share things that I experienced, right? I mean, if someone has bad service somewhere, they air it out. They talk about it. Why as business owners, when we experience things, we can't say anything. We, you know, it's like, hush, hush. You can't do it. You're a business owner. You got to be professional. What is not professional about that? To talk about things and actually to um, share with other business owners, like, hey, I've been through this, you know, this is what you can do to solve this problem. Remember, I didn't have um, anyone to talk to when I encounter situations, chargeback, disrespect from clients. Um, sometimes it seemed like people wanted to fight, you know, they were so angry. And my thing is like, how can you be so angry to a stranger, someone that's here to help you? Like things like that never made sense to me. And like I said, I've never experienced these things often, thank God. But, um, you know, I, I experienced too. Everyone, everyone that's in business have stories, like especially being a service business. And like I said, I use this podcast to share my story, right? So I had three stories. I'm all tongue-tied today. <laughs> I had three stories that I'm going to share today. And one of them is actually, this situation kind of scared me. It really did. So we had a client that booked for a chemical pill. And she booked for the skin renewal pill, which is our most popular pill here because we've been offering it from day one. So it's very popular, great results. Anywho, this client booked the chemical pill first time, never been here before, and she was the first client of the day. I think the appointment was at 9 a.m. And when she came in, she had like a full face makeup, like beat, like 
be okay from lashes foundation powder contour i mean everything and i was a little confused because i'm like okay she's coming in for a treatment a facial treatment like why is she here with makeup so no worries i said okay um i said oh are you coming from work she was like no i'm coming from home so in my mind i'm thinking well why why you came here with makeup on fine gave her some wipes and she looked at me and she goes so you want me to take this off right here and I was like well it's only me and you here no one else is here I am gonna see your skin so she was like okay so she sat down removed the makeup and when she removed it and I saw her face her face looked burnt it looked like a chemical burn so she was very um dark and then on top of that she was like her face just looked burnt like black Right, I have photos, but I would never, ever, ever share. I would love to, so you guys can reference to it, but <laughs> I will protect her privacy. So, um, when I saw her skin, I was like, "What happened? Like, tell me about your skin. What's going on?" And I, she was like, "Oh, I went somewhere else, and it gave me a chemical pill." And I was like, "Well, you should probably go back to that place and find out. Is this normal? What should you be doing?" Because I didn't even feel comfortable doing a chemical pill. So she's like, no, I want to do the chemical pill. I'd done this pill a while ago. And I said, how long ago? Because if you just did this pill, I can't do this chemical pill on you. So she was like, oh, I did it like six months ago. Obviously, that's the safe answer to say because I'm going to be like, okay, right? So and the reason I say okay is because, all right, that's some time to allow your skin to heal without me. You know, you don't want to compromise your skin barrier doing another aggressive treatment so moving forward now um i told her i think that it's best that she don't do the pill she looked at me and she goes i did my research i'm doing this pill today but i kept trying to convince like listen i like you need your skin to heal because this is your first time here i don't know what's going on with your skin i need to know the products that you're using she didn't have no information for me she was just like i went somewhere else did the pill and that's that so because you know she was going back and forth I me mean, she was kind of like not nice so she kept going back and forth with me and i'm the person i'm the type of person i'm not gonna be arguing with anyone about how they spend their money right if you're gonna argue with me and convince me that you want to spend a, a six or seven hundred dollars on a pill that's on you right so after me trying to like tell her the best solution she was like i came here because this is what i wanted to do so i said okay no problem Fill out the waivers, fill out the form, make sure you initial every single thing. I need you to date when you got your last pill because if anything happened, I need to make sure that I'm protected because you authorized this, right? So she signed everything. We were in the room. We did the pill. And when we was doing a pill, I like to take befores and after. Whether I post it or not, I need that for my record. So as she's laying on the bed, she's like, don't take no photos of my face. And I'm like, excuse me? And she's like, don't take no photos of my face, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, ma'am, I'm going to take photos. She's like, don't take no photos. I don't want you posting it. I don't want it on your page, blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay, I understand that you don't want me to take photos of your face, but I need my records. I need my records on how your skin look before I apply this pill. So anyway, I still took the photos, right? And um, I did the pill on her. She came back the second day for the second part. And then she came back for her follow-up treatment, which was, um, you know, the follow-up facial. When she came back for that, um, she actually told me that she wanted to do the pill again. So I said to her, we cannot do this pill again. You have to wait and allow your skin to heal after doing this pill. And you have to wait two to three months. 
She tells me, no, she wants to do the pill again. I told her I'm not doing the pill. Moving forward now, she calls us days, I think it was maybe a week later she called and she goes, I know that you said that I shouldn't do the pill, but I want to book the pill. I'm ready to do the pill again. I think if I do another pill, um, just taking off another layer, my skin will go back to normal. I told on the phone, I told you I'm not doing that pill again. And she's like, but why not? Why not? I did my research. I could do the pill. I said, ma'am, I am not doing the pill on you right now. Your skin needs to heal and you need to come back in two, three months to do the pill again. She goes, oh, you don't want to do the pill. And I said, you know what? I'm Yes, I don't want to do the pill. I don't feel comfortable. I'm not doing the pill. She had a whole attitude. Fine, whatever. Then she went online and booked um she booked a facial no 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 i'm sorry she had booked a dermaplane facial <laughs> so when she came in for the dermaplane facial now she was like i just need you to scrape off the top layer like i just need this burn like this my face like that top layer just come off and i know if you just scrape it off it will come off so we did a dermaplane facial and everything was cool um well at least i thought everything was cool and she ended up leaving she left the tip the tip was $3 cash. I mentioned that because it's going to make sense later. <laughs> she left the tip. And after she left, she calls. She calls and, and I had the receptionist write down exactly what was said because I wanted to make sure that I didn't miss anything. So she called saying, I want to speak to the lady that did my dermaplane facial. So my, my receptionist says, um, unfortunately, she's with it. Um, you know, she's with a client right now. She's unavailable. Is there anything that I can help you with? She replies, she cut my hair off. She also said that ish. She actually said the curse word. She said that ish. Um, she put, oh, that ish that she put on my body smelled like piss. And she was referring to the fragrance free massage cream. Because when we do our facial, we do like a light massage on your shoulders, blah, blah, blah. So I took the phone. I was like, hey, what happened? What, what's going on? And she goes, and she just went off on me. She was like, you know, I knew from day one you didn't like me. I knew you had it up for me. And I knew you out to hurt me and do bad things to me. So I was like, what? And she was like, and then you cut my hair. You cut my sideburns. And I was like, what sideburns? Because in my mind, I'm thinking she came in with a lace front wig, right? And I, had, like I said, I have photos. Thank God for these photos. So I took a before photo. She has no sideburns. And let me tell you something, guys. When I do Dermaplane, one thing I don't do is shave anyone hair. If you come up facial hair, I'm avoiding that because the purpose of Dermaplane is not to shave your face. It's not to shave your hair. The purpose is to physically exfoliate the skin. So if you come into a facial hair and you expecting me to shave that off, no, I'm avoiding the area. Let alone shave your hair. I would never, ever like shave somebody's sideburn unless you specifically said, hey, shave my sideburn. Then I'm giving you a mirror and I'm like, how high do you want me to go? How low do you want me to stop? Because I'm not going to do that to anybody. Like I'm not going to cut anyone here because that's not the purpose of that treatment. Boom. So <laughs> that was done. So when she said, oh, you cut my sideburn, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, uh, so I went straight in the garbage and I took out the four by four cotton that we use to wipe the blade every time we you know, dermaplane the area. So I looked at it and I was like, ma'am, I'm so sorry that 
you know, if I did cut your hair, Yasara, I'm so sorry. But looking at the 4 by 4 cotton that I just took out the garbage, there's no hair on there. And I said, I will send you a photo. And she was like, you cut my hair. And she was going crazy on the phone. And she said, and that ish that you rubbed on my body smelled like effing um, urine. And I was like, the fragrance-free massage cream? I was like, what? I said, wow, I'm so sorry that it had a scent because there's no fragrance. <laughs> like, I've never had anyone tell me that they actually smell. Like, it's so crazy. Like, it doesn't even have a smell that I sometimes add lavenders, like, to it. I mean, I didn't do that then. I do that now. But I'm like, this this cream does not have any fragrance. So, moving forward now, she's carrying on. She's yelling at me. She's making it She's making it personal now. Like, I have an issue with her. And I'm like, I, ma'am, I don't know you from nowhere. I was only here to help you with your issue with your skin. Like, I don't have no issues with you. I'm just here to do what I love to do. Like, <laughs> I'm here to help you. <laughs> so, moving forward now, I said, because she was going on and on and on. And so, I was like, all right, what would you like me to do? She was like... I want my money back. And I was like, uh, you're not getting your money back because the service was provided. So I'm sorry, there's no refund. She was like, yeah, I want my money back. You got to get my money back. I'm like, and I kept telling her like, no, the service was provided. Like, what do you want? Like, I'm confused. So she goes, um, she goes, well, I want my tip back. Her tip was $3 in cash. I was like, what? Then she went on to saying like, oh, because, you know, she hear the gospel music that I play in here. She's like, oh, you're spiritual, right? Well, just know that karma going to come back to you. You're going to get it. Oh, let me tell you, your business going to get, oh. And she just wished all these negative things to me. So when she started talking about that, I was like, yo, who the hell does she believe in? Who does she worship? Because I don't play with spirits. Like, <laughs> I don't play with that crap. So I'm just like, whoa wait up now you taking it far now okay like you want your three dollars back cool you can get your three dollars back and as a matter of fact you don't even got to come back because i was like i'm not dealing with that drama i don't know who, who you who you pray to but you ain't bringing that negativity and not even negativity but that evil spirit if you believe in something else than jesus christ i don't want you to bring that energy and that spirit in here thank you very much so i was like i will mail you your money she's like no i'm coming back right now to get my my three dollar tip no lie guys that $3 tip that I wrote in check is still here. I keep it under my keyboard and it's been there for years because I'm like, if any time this woman want to come get her money, it's ready here. Thank you. <laughs> right. So um, she's like, no, I'm coming back for my cash. You ain't give, you ain't mailing nothing to me or make the long story short. She ain't never come back for anything. And I did try to mail it, but when I looked up the address, it was a building and she didn't put no apartments. I was like, let me not mail this check out and she don't receive it. I'll hold on to it. So that was that story. And not only that, after the Dermaplane facial, she had actually booked a chemical pill before she left. So when I saw that, I was like, all right, I'm canceling everything. So that's what happened. She ended up not coming back for her $3 tip <laughs> that she left me. And I ended up just canceling her follow-up appointment. But I'm just telling you guys, like, some mm, you got to, for any business owners out there, like, you have to be prayed up. You got to pray over your business. It's just, um, you just got to be prayed up. Because when you're dealing with the public, you deal with all types of people. And sometimes, like, it can really... um. 
it can rub off on you sometimes. And I don't, you know, my, my energy kind of like fluctuate depending on like the, the person that I'm servicing. Like if you come in with an attitude, it kind of changes my mood. If you come in happy and excited, I'm happy and excited. If you come friendly, I'm friendly. Like my mood kind of just how it really changes how you, how the client is. And I want my days to be happy, joyous, you know what I'm saying? Like just a good day. I, I don't like to be having that, that I don't like to experience those negativity. It's just, I'm just not, it's, I just don't like it. I don't like it because just because you're a business, a business owner don't mean that I'm going to be a pushover. Just don't mean I'm going to have you just talk to me and deal with me however you want. And that's the issue with people. People don't like when you're stern and when you mean yes and when you mean no. And that's it. People don't like that. They automatically say, oh, you're negative. Now, I'm sorry, not negative. Oh, she's not professional. She's not this. Why? I'm human too, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to handle me any type of way and talk to me any type of way or come into my space and be belligerent. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're just not going to do that. And people always, you know, they, they want to take that sternness and that, you know, how you are as a business owner. Like, oh, you're not professional. Nah, that's not always the case. Like, I'm very professional. But you, like I said, you're not going to come in here and, and talk and act any type of way, you know? And if that's how you feel, don't come to the place that you're not happy at. Go somewhere else. And that's what I find with people. When they're not happy somewhere, they're complaining, they want to come back. Why do you come back if you're not happy? And I am that person that will call you and be like, hey, I saw that you booked again, but I noticed last time you said you weren't happy and you wrote a bad review. You sure you want to keep this appointment? Like I always, like I'll do that because it's like, why come somewhere and you're not happy? Just like a relationship. Why be with someone if you're not happy? You walk away. You don't come back. You don't pay someone. You know, like you just walk away. <sighs> so that's that. My second um, encounter that I experienced, uh, you know, early on in my business is a client that came for lashes. It was her first time here, and when she came in, it was during the time where everybody wanted like Kim Kardashian lashes, right? Like the 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 strip look, all of that. So this client came in for lashes, and that's what she wanted. The way I do lashes is I don't have you. I I, I listen to what you want, and um, you know, I listen to what you want, and once I bring you in the room, I look at your lashes, and then I decide if what you want is what we can do. Like she wanted volume lashes. When I looked at her lashes, her natural lashes, it was so thin, so fine, so damaged. And I told her, I said, listen, the look that you want, I can't accomplish that look. I can't accomplish that look right now. Like I can't accomplish that look until your lashes either grow in or, um, you know, maybe you should take some supplements, something, but I don't want to promise you something that I can't deliver, right? So she insists she wanted to do it. I said, I'm going to try my best. So I did the lashes. And sure enough, the client, um, before I even get to the lashes part, as we were walking down the hallway to go to the room now, this is, I was around probably the age of like 25, 26, maybe even 27, but I don't know. But we were walking down the hallway, going to the room. And before we even get past the hallway, she was like, how old are you? So I was like, how old do I look? And she was like, in your 30s. I know damn well she was lying because I'm in my 30s now and people still tell me I don't look like I'm 30. So I'm thinking like, what? I said, really? Hmm, first time I heard that. Hmm. 
just being a hater. Because <laughs> I'm like, really? I'm in my 20s and you're telling me I look like I'm in my 30s? And I was like, oh, okay. Never heard that before, but okay. And she was like, oh. So now she lays down in the bed and she was like, oh, so you're married? And I was like, yeah, I'm married. Oh, what your husband do? I'm like, what my husband do? Yeah, how many kids you have? What's your husband's name? What's your kid's name? And asking all these questions. I'm not used to that. Like, I just started getting comfortable on social media, showing my face, showing my kid, talking about my personal life. Like, I'm just now getting the hang of it and trying to open up more because I noticed, you know, that people want to see more of the person behind the brand. So this is a time when she came when I was like shut down. You only saw my work. You only like that's all you saw. You saw nothing of me. You you wouldn't even know if I was black or white if you didn't go on my website and see my uh, my photo. Like I did not show anything with me, and not because I was like shy or anything. I just I wanted to keep my business separate from my personal life. If you came here, it's because you came here because of the services that we provide, the work that we deliver. The products that we, you know what I'm saying? Like you came because of not that, not because like, oh, I'm coming in because she's pretty. I like how she look. I like her hair. I like how her family looks. She looks, and you know, like it wasn't personal, right? So it was uncomfortable for me to even talk about that. Like my husband name. And I was like, what? So I said to her, I said, wow. I said, did you come here for lashes? Because I said, anyone that came, and maybe this is wrong, but I was like, anyone that comes here for lashes, especially for the first time, never have questions about my personal life. They come here because, I'm sorry, they ask some questions about the lashes, what to expect. We talk about different looks, different lens. And I was like, you're not asking none of that. You're asking personal things, right? And I feel like I had the right to say that. And she was like, oh, 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 I was just, I was just asking. And I was just like, oh, okay, no, it's just that it was weird because no one ever asked me personal questions like that. And they first visit, never met me before. So after that now, um, I did her lashes. And when she had initially came in, she was telling me that she works with some big, um, um, some big dental spot in um, cosmetic dental spot in Bensonhurst. I'm not really into the, I don't know who's popular and dental. Like I'm not into all that veneers and all that stuff. So I was just like, oh, okay, cool. That's my, but she kept trying to sell me this person, like this place, like, oh, you got to come by, get some, your teeth done. Maybe we can do cross promotion. But again, in my mind, like my mind state at that time was not thinking about none of that. Like I was just here to provide a service, you know, and that's it. Like I wasn't thinking about anything about that. So I was like, oh, okay, okay, cool. But yeah, I'm not really, you know, I'm not interested. So um, she's like, oh, okay, okay. But definitely think about it because he's so popular. She started naming all these celebrities that this guy doing. I was like, oh, okay, okay. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. So she calls like days later and was like, oh, the lashes are falling out. It's, and I was like, I told you, remember I said that if you wanted that type of look, it may not last. It's too long for your lashes, blah, blah, blah. Like I told her all of this. And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she came back. I had touched them up for her. The ones that fell off, I touched them up for her and everything was good. Then um, she goes and booked again. She booked online again. And she was like, um, she booked again for volume. So this time now I called her and I said to her, hey, I noticed that you booked for the volume set again, but are you sure that you want to do this again? Because 
like I said before, and you experience the lashes not gonna, it doesn't last. Maybe you should try somewhere else, or maybe um, opt to doing something else. Maybe you know, like maybe doing strips and not going this route. And she was like, "Excuse me, I booked an appointment and paid for deposit, and you're calling me asking me if I'm sure I want to keep the appointment." And I said, "Yes." I don't want you to come here and spend money and having another expectation that I can't provide. And I think being in business is very crucial to be honest with people. I'm To me, it's not about the money. Like, yes, of course, I'm in business. I want to make money so forth. But all money is not good money. And I'm not about to take your money and try to um, provide a service that I can't give you. Like, I want everyone to leave here happy and satisfied. And if I can't deliver that, then it doesn't make sense for you to come here. Right? So... She said, you know what? Cancel my appointment. Refund me. Thank you very much. So it was cool. We canceled it. Everything was done. Next thing you know, I get a review on Yelp. Of course, everyone wants to go to Yelp when something goes wrong, right? Instead of calling me or calling the business, they'd be like, hey, this is what happened. You know what's so crazy? Not to like sidetrack, but I notice that a lot. Like when people come here and they tell me like, you know, they talk about like oh, the experience of the places and how they weren't happy. They burned their face. They did this. They did that. And the first thing I say, said is, do you, I mean, the first thing that I say is, did you call the company and let them know that? They always tell me no. So why? Go somewhere and complain about the person. But I bet you none of them ever go online and write a review. But why would black business people do that? We're going to talk about that another time. So anyway, I get a I get a like message saying that I got a bad review. So I'm reading it. And of course, I wasn't surprised to see her. She based, I'm not going to um, read everything, but she basically wrote that um, I'm not personable and... Um, and that it seemed like I hate my job. <laughs> that, um, uh, let me see. So I'm sorry, guys. I'm actually reading it as I'm recording this. So she basically said that she asked me some questions and I responded. People don't usually ask me questions, right? Like I mentioned, guys, I did say that, right? I did say, but she wrote it as if like I was being standoffish. No, I just basically said like, I don't really talk personal business, you know, personal stuff with clients that I don't know. Like you ask me personal stuff like, oh, what's your husband's name? Where does he work at? Where do I live? She asked me so much questions. I'm like, girl, we don't even have that type of relationship yet. Like, can you come three, four times and we can talk those things, you know? And um, then her next thing was, oh, and I, I missed the part, guys. When she was here, she was bad talking another company so there's a friend of mine that's in i'm not gonna say too much because i don't want to you know i don't want to say too much but she there's a friend of mine that's in the business she's really popular and she sells you know she sells things and this woman came here and was like oh i see that you're friends with so-and-so or so-and-so came here and i said oh yeah that's my friend whatever no that's what she said oh i saw so-and-so was here and i was like yeah that's my friend from childhood and she was like then she started bad talking her bad talking her supplies her customer service i mean she was just bad talking this girl so i didn't really entertain it because i'm like okay that's kind of weird like you coming here and you know it was just weird so i was like all right so when she wrote this bad review, I actually replied to it and I was like, yeah, but you know, I talked about that. Like you came here with bad intentions because you came here talking about someone else, you know? So she responded, she basically wrote in a review that, um, 
Um, I didn't talk badly of someone. I was talking about their customer service was bad and blah, blah, blah. And that was her honest opinion. Then she went on saying that all I do is play gospel here nonstop. It's a, a buzzkill. And she said, I understand music is a personal preference, but as a client who's paying money, should at least be asked what they want to listen to, what type of music they want to listen to. And I should be the one wearing headphones or maybe... um play a general selection of music. I'm going to stop right here, guys. Let me tell you something. Oh, and then she said, oh, um, I wasn't booking to go to no church sermon. Let me tell you guys, this business has been a blessing to me. It was a vision and from God, um, I know my purpose is to be what I'm, what is to do what I'm doing now. So my business is my testimony and every chance that I have, I will, um, you know, I would actually, um, so I play music, you know, I play my gospel music here. Uh, I just started recently, maybe this year, last year, I started I'm mixing up with a little, you know, a little bit of R&B, but ultimately it's my gospel music playing. And um, every chance I get, I try to share my testimony with people and just, you know, talk about how good God is and, you know, just have the type of conversation, you know, talk about those type of conversations with my clients. So I was just like, you're not going to insult me by the gospel music. Like, that's crazy for you to even go online and talk about my gospel music. Like, I'm like, who does that? Like, what type of God do you serve? Who do you serve? Like, that's crazy. Because the gospel music is so, it's so, it ministers to my clients, right? Depending on who you are. Like, a lot of times it ministers to my clients. It opens up a lot of different conversations. Sometimes clients come here weeping. Sometimes clients come in here hurt, broken. They lost a love. I mean, let me tell you. So much things happen here just by the music, right? I even have Jewish clients that come and they would tell me, wow, wow, that's some good music. Wow. You know? So I'm just like, that's just crazy. I mean, I did have a Jewish client once told me, can I turn off the music? And I said, excuse me? She was like, oh, can you just like maybe lower it? I said, no. No, because you're about to fall asleep and... I'll be the only one listening to it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, you're not. Because do you go to any restaurant and tell them change the music? Like, nah, like you don't do that. Like, nobody does that. So I'm like, what makes you think you come to somebody practice and you tell them to change their music? Oh my God, I'm getting sidetracked. But yeah, so that's one thing. Um, And then, oh, and then in the review, she also said that she booked an appointment and I had the nerve to basically call and ask her if she's sure she wanted to cancel her appointment. And she, she basically saying like, how can you call a client and ask them that if they booked and paid a deposit? But my, and then she's saying, oh, um, anyway, you guys can see it's still online. But all that to say is like, people sometimes come with a motive and as business owners, especially like black owned, like we not even black on, but like you can sense it. Like the moment someone comes to the door, you, we already, like you can sense the person like through their attitude, their movement. And I, all I was thinking was like, who sent this girl? Who sent her? Because I didn't feel like she came with the right motive. And I feel like she came here waiting for something to happen to be able to go online and write a bad review. And I feel like that happens quite often. And I think that's very unfair because we hear all the time, right? People go to nail salons, right? We go to nail salon. We even go to Caribbean, like, um, you know, restaurants and get bad customer service. But guess what? We keep going back to these businesses. We go to the nail salon. We keep going to these places, right? And patronizing these businesses. But guess what? 
Nobody goes in line and write bad reviews. Why? Why when you come to a black-owned business, young girl, you know, doing her thing, and you come in to be, you know, you come in with all the wrong motives. Why? Why? I don't understand it. And again, I'm not going to elaborate a lot on this because I do want to make this a, another episode talking about this. But to me, it, it doesn't make sense. I really think this woman came in here with bad intentions, bad motives, and she was looking for something to be able to react. And that one thing that I said kind of probably take her off and went online and wrote a very lengthy review on me and how bad I was as a person. <laughs> oh, gosh. Mm. Now... My third situation that I experienced, um, so let me see. I actually wrote this down. I didn't want to miss this one. Um, okay. This one is not actually something that someone did to me, but it's actually so funny. <laughs> Another fraud transaction. So this girl, it was a woman, a girl that called, not even a call. She booked online for a chemical pill, right? The chemical pill was about um, $650, $750, right? $100. And um, she booked online for the chemical pill and when, and she had called, I think we had called her, no, the um, appointment, for some reason, the appointment, the appointment didn't take a deposit. I don't know how that happened, but it didn't take a deposit. So we called her and told her that we are going to cancel the appointment because um, it was no deposit. So she was like, oh, okay, no, 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 I have a, you know, I want to pay, I want to give the money now over the phone. And she said, I want to pay for the whole service. So I thought that was weird because I'm like, nah, like just pay the deposit because if you don't show up to your appointment, I would hate for us to keep a whole $750 and that's not refunded. If you cancel last minute, no show, I I don't want to deal with that drama. Let's just take half the, the, you know, the money and that's it. And she was like, okay, okay, no problem. I'll leave. I'll just pay the deposit. Why hours later, another woman called and she says to me, hi, um, what is this place? So I told her and she goes, oh, okay, I'm from Michigan and I've never, ever been to New York, never been to Brooklyn, never even been to your place. And my card was charged and I want to know why. So I say your card was charged. So I'm looking at the, um, the appointment and I was like, oh, we just, a client just called <laughs> to charge the car. And she was like, yeah, no, I've never been there before. And I said to her, no worries. I am refunding you back. I'm refunding the money, the funds back on the card and I'm canceling this appointment. She was like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like that's all she had to do. That's all she had to do. Tell me that it was fraud. It wasn't her and I'm refunding it. So what I did was I called the client back and I said, hi, I'm just calling because um, I know you just called to leave a deposit, but the card holder just called and said that this is her card and she never authorizes payment. So I just wanna let you know that this appointment is canceled. And if you wish to rebook, you can do so online using a valid credit card. And she's like, oh, 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 okay, no problem. And I'm just like, have a nice day. Bye-bye. <laughs> but I was happy that happened because can you imagine me providing this service? This woman leaves with the products. Everything is done. And then after this chargeback happened, there's no way that I could approve that because it was actually it was fraud. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that is my stories. Again, I hope you guys really enjoyed this. Um, 
And let me just remind you guys, because I don't want no one bashing me. Like, oh, you're talking about client. These are stories that happen like eight, seven, maybe six years ago. I don't talk about situations that happen now. And I'm going to respect, you know, clients, privacy and all of that. But 10 years from now, I will be talking about situations that's, that happened recently. <laughs> wink wink anyway um again i hope you guys enjoyed this episode if you want to hear more stuff like this like behind the scenes personal stories um anything let me know send us an email send me a dm i really 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 appreciate all the feedback that i get from you guys and i just um want to use this platform to share my story um educate you guys on skincare on ingredients just everything i'm here for you this podcast is here for you and i look forward to talking to you guys next week Toodles.